We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you ready for rapid fire? It's early, but I'm ready, baby. It I'm is ready. early. Yeah, I'm ready. We're, we're, we're bringing it early tonight. Because again, <laughs> we've got a lot of stuff going on. Vince has got places he's got to go later on as well. So we're, you know, we're trying not to fly through this thing. We're, right. you know, we're still trying to, you know, to, to talk about all the stuff that we need to talk about. But like I said, we've got Jared Lloyd, BYU reporter, coming up in a little bit here right. as well. So first question, Vince. I'm I'm anxious to see if you've done your homework here oh boy. because Notre Dame is playing BYU in Vegas, of course, this week. Yep. So we can't have just one little bet. We need a big, bold wager with them going to Vegas. So what I need from you is a college football parlay oh, for this weekend that has at least four legs to it. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. I don't think you did your homework. I did not do my homework. It was a busy day to stay at school. I did not do my homework. I'll let you go first. Okay. And then I will yeah, I will get it. Don't worry. Don't okay. Worry. I got so here's my here's okay. my parlay. And I was toying with the second parlay after this, but I have I've okay. already got this one out and ready. So mine starts tomorrow night. I've got Rutgers plus three at home against Nebraska. Okay. Okay. Are we you, Nebraska's you like a dumpster so fire? So I yeah. I like that. Yeah. I mean, and R- Rutgers is solidish. So they're better than Nebraska. And yeah. the fact that Nebraska is they're at home, it, it, yeah, exactly. And the fact that Nebraska is is a minus on that one is shocking to me. So yeah, yeah I like that one. Okay. So then this, my second leg. Okay. I've got Kansas, of course, plus seven. They're at home against TCU. Saturday. I like a lot of points in that game, but I like Kansas plus seven in this game. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I like that too, because I think Kansas, I don't know that Kansas is going to win. I think actually, now that you mention it in my picks, we picked this game and I don't think those come live until tomorrow, but I picked TCU to win, but I said, take Kansas in the points. So boom. It's I just, I, I can't pick against them at this point. I get you. You know, my my head is telling me I probably should, but they're still undefeated, and I've been riding them pretty much every week in my picks. Even though, again, we do. You know, Brian makes us do these picks every week, yes, he right? Does. 
And then the last thing he says is give me an upset pick. Yeah. And I've probably picked at least three of the five upsets. I can't remember if I got last week's not, but we don't get any credit for the We upset. get no credit for those. I know. And that ticks me off. I know. I've called some pretty good upsets, I think, so far. Yeah, I agree with you. I Yeah, I'm a little upset about that myself. <laughs> okay, so the third leg of my five-leg parlay, I've got Arkansas plus eight and a half at Mississippi State. Look at Jake and all the dogs, man. Look at you. I like these. I yeah. Like these dogs. Yeah. And I, I've got I, one favorite, actually. It, it It's funny because the th- you're all over this, right? Uh, <laughs> my upset pick was Arkansas over Mississippi State straight up. Okay. So okay. that was my upset. That's my upset pick for the week. <laughs> so you and I are right there, buddy. We're right there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, Brian asked if, if we should, if they should expect to see me in the, uh, in the crowd, blank faced drunk on college game day live. I, mean, I, I will be in spirit. I'll be, I'll be sitting here watching. I'm, I'm anxious to see where, uh, where they set up for that, but <laughs> I'll be here. I won't be there. I won't, I, I won't be blank faced yeah. over there. Okay. So my next leg, <laughs> leg work. four. I've got Oklahoma plus seven and a half against Texas. I like Texas to win, but I like Oklahoma plus seven and a half. Okay. They, both teams, both teams trying to figure out who their quarterback yeah, is. Yeah, they be. are. There's a lot that's of question the only marks. Thing that worries me. Yeah, a lot of question marks in that game. Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that one. Yeah. That that's good. I like that. And then my final leg, I've got Notre Dame minus three and a half against BYU. That's easy. I think that's a given too. I I'm actually shocked that that the line is as close as it is. I I think it's going to be a couple score game personally. So I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Stymie's got Tennessee minus three. That's of course against LSU. Yep. Georgia minus twenty nine and a half. Who are they playing? I know it's an SEC game. Georgia's that's playing Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. That's, I was thinking it, it might be. Yeah. And. I, this I don't know if this is right, but they've got Georgia's a 30-point favorite. 30. 30. Wow. Against Auburn. Like, yikes. <clears throat> Iowa State plus two, and then he's got Notre Dame minus three and a half. Yeah. So I mean, you could just you can book it that I'm gonna take Notre Dame minus the three and a half. That's a guarantee because I think that's easy money. Uh I was also going to take uh Tennessee minus the three. I think that's easy money as well. This is a quote-unquote big game, right? And we all know how well Brian Kelly does in big games. And <laughs> he's got a couple top 10 opponents here coming up. And he does. I, right, tougher. And it's, it's a home game, but it's also at 11 o'clock in the morning. And so you're not going to have your Death Valley home See, crowd. That's, that's, what I lo- that's why I, especially you know with Tennessee going in there, I like if this would have been a night game, I might have thought, yeah. you know, a little bit right. longer about LSU winning, but I like the fact that this is actually a morning game yes. with Tennessee going in there. Yep, I do too. And I, I think that Tennessee, I think they're going to blow the doors off of them, frankly. And so I, I will take Tennessee minus the three and take that all day long. I never dreamed I would talk this much about coffee, especially since I'm not really a coffee drinker. But ever since we first tried trade coffee, my coffee-loving wife is not only hooked – but I've even started to drink coffee, and I've got my mom hooked on it as well. Let me tell you about Trade Coffee. It's a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before. 
because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country direct to your home on your preferred schedule. Their team of experts do all the work, taste testing hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. I've told you about our collection, the rich, sweet flavor of the Big City Roast from Joe Coffee, the full flavor of the Black Velvet from Atomic Coffee Roasters, where you can actually taste the malted milk balls. We love it. And if what I got isn't up your alley, don't worry. Trade will have whatever it is that you want. You can shop their most popular coffees by roast or flavor profile, or you can take the coffee quiz like we did and get expertly matched with the coffees that you'll love. Trade is the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it. You've got nothing to lose because Trade guarantees you will love your first bag. If not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com irish. That's drinktrade.com slash Irish for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the world. Give it a shot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I, I By the like, way, just be glad we don't have any 11 a.m. local time kickoffs. Man, man, can you could you believe that? Oh Ugh. my gosh, that would be horrible. Well, it would be bad. I guess I had I was, them when I was at Kansas, but nobody went to the football games. Back that's then. fair. <laughs> I what I will say is it would have been bad if I was still doing the pregame show that I used to be doing because we always did it five hours beforehand, and that would have been a very very early show. Where was an 11 o'clock local time kickoff? Last Kansas football game I went to, by the way, Priest Holmes oh, wow. and Ricky Williams were both still playing for Texas. It was Texas at Kansas. It was the year after I graduated, and I got season tickets because they were actually wow. decent. And then Glenn Mason left, and they were not good for a while. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. it's been, been a way back machine, buddy boy. It has been. It has been. All right. Do you buy or sell a Notre Dame wide receiver having a 100-yard receiving game this uh, season? You, you took me away. I was going to go with a couple more picks, but that's okay. Oh, All I'm right. sorry. No, that's okay. I'm taking Purdue plus the three over Maryland. Okay. I don't, know, I, don't know how, I don't know how Purdue is an underdog in that game, but I know we're running short on time, so you don't need – you know, you can't have me going through all of my all of these picks, but 
I, I don't see how Purdue is an underdog. I know it's on the road, but I thought Purdue has played decently well, um, yeah. it, you know, so far. Be I'm also going to – I'm taking Auburn plus the 30. I'm taking Auburn plus the 30, Sean. I'm sorry. I know that Georgia's really good. I know Auburn's bad, but an SEC game winning by 30? I don't know. What was the spread on that Missouri game last week, you know, before Missouri took them to the end? I'm not sure. That's a good question. I, I know it had to be at least a couple touchdowns. Right. It had to have been, right? It had to have been. Yeah, because, you know, Drinkwitz is one of those guys, you know, at Missouri who has kind of – there's been a hot seat talk with him after the start. David. Sure. Maybe that saves him some t- – you know, even though they lost still, if he can manage some kind of season. But, yeah, yeah, right. I, I that's not a bad pick, that Auburn – I mean, that's that just Auburn a lot of points, 30. man. That's just a lot of points. Now, watch. George is going to blow the doors off of him, but – I just, that's a lot of points to be giving up in a true SEC game. You know what I mean? So, and then my last one, I like what Oklahoma State has been doing. I picked them to beat Baylor. Obviously, they did that. They are favored by nine and a half. I'll take Oklahoma State minus the nine and a half against Texas Tech at home. So, that'll be my last leg. Yeah, that's one. Texas Tech, you know, they, of course, they snuck up on uh oklahoma a couple of weeks they ago. did that's that's, they did. that's what like trying to see how that big 12 sometimes you just don't you know it's like you you can't figure them out from week to week agreed sometimes. i do think oklahoma state is probably the best team in the conference but i i think this is kind of one that i'm seeing okay is it is something going to sneak up on them because i i think if something's going to sneak up on them this is probably the week you know, and it and it's funny because I was looking at the SEC lines, and Ole Miss is only favored by seventeen over Vanderbilt, number one. Okay, yeah. so they, they don't. So the the biggest spread doesn't involve Vanderbilt, which I think is uh, something to at least take note of. And then also in the Big Ten, poor Michigan State Spartans, man, they got Ohio State, and they are twenty seven point dogs man. against the Buckeyes. Whoa. Whoa, still hard to feel. Still hard to feel sorry <laughs> for Sparty. But <laughs> I, I get you. I, I see where you're coming from. But man, 27 points at home. You're at home and you're a 27 point dog. Yikes. Yep. yep. So, anyway. all right. So, is that it? That's it. You got yours. You got yours out. Okay. I'm in. All right. All right. So, now we're on to the next question. Buy or sell a Notre Dame wide receiver, a wide receiver having a 100 yard game this season? I don't see that happening. No chance. No way. No how. I don't. Drew Pine is not – I don't think he's going to lock into anybody outside of maybe Michael Mayer, but I don't see him, you know, busting a bunch of yards. You know, he's going to he's gonna be your third down guy. Maybe he gets one down the seam for 40 or something like that. I don't see him going 100. I, it's a hard sell for me. I've just got to think that someone, one guy on this team, Lorenzo Styles, has got to be good for one 100-yard game. It's possible. At I some mean, point this season. Right, I mean, at least he inched a little bit closer against North Carolina a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna reluctantly buy because I mean we're only talking about one. We're talking about twelve games. We're talking about one 100 yard game. Brian, Brian throwing a little shade on Salerno. Ouch! <laughs> Poor Matt can't do it. I, I'm gonna buy. You know, I, I have no okay. I have no real I have no real reason other than. The law of averages says it's got to happen at some point. <laughs> right. I like that's funny. Almost got to happen anyway. Yeah. So absolutely. I th- I'm throwing a bonus question in for okay. you on the subject of wide receivers that you Dude. weren't 
ready for. That's okay. Yeah, well, I didn't do my ten. homework anyway, well, so. that's true. That's, that's good <laughs> They're all ones I'm not ready for. Scale of one to ten, how confident are you we see Tobias Merriweather on the field Saturday night? Six. I'm going to go six. I'm a little, I just feel like for whatever reason, over the bye, people are really starting to pepper the staff about Tobias Merriweather, okay? And I'm not saying that the media plays into the depth chart and playing guys and all of that, but I just feel like because the heat has kind of turned up recently, I think we're going to see him. I I think his little package or whatever Tommy Reese was talking about, I think we see it, and I think he gets some targets too. The heat turned up on Chris Tyree. Remember after the first two games, the questions started coming. How does Chris Tyree see the field? Marcus Freeman was getting the questions. Tommy Reese was getting the questions. There, you know, the, the and then all of a sudden, what's happened the last couple of games? Coincidence? You know, were you know, was it hey. like were they thinking it too? I mean, surely, you know, again, like they've got to see this guy with with this talent and this skill set yeah. that nobody else has. And I'm gonna go four. You okay. know, we have seen him once. Yeah. I just what's four it gonna look like? I guess you know what's this. What's this special package that we weren't able to, you know, get with, you know, get to because of game flow? What exactly does this look like? I just keep going back to the fact that I've seen somebody else say it. You know, it's run a freaking go route. It's not that hard. It's really not. That's the thing. It's really not that hard to teach a receiver to do certain things. It's just not. Yep, I agree. Fill in the blank. A decisive win over BYU would make you feel blank. For the rest of Notre Dame's season, I mean, it would make me feel optimistic about the the way things are going. I mean, it would I would feel, you know, confident that they're still taking steps in the right direction, and that's what a decisive win would be. It would be another step in the right direction. I think they're a couple touchdown team better than BYU, to be honest with you. And so, I guess it depends on what your definition of a decisive win is. But at the same time, I think that's what they should do if they're continuing to progress the way we think they should be progressing. If they want to have any shot against Clemson or USC down the stretch in November, that's what they need to do. They need to take care of business against BYU. And in my humble opinion, taking care of business is a decisive win. It's a couple touchdowns. That's what you should do to BYU. So it would make me feel confident and optimistic that they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, to me, it would make me feel like this team is on the right track. It's it's at least getting closer to the, to the team that we thought it was going to be. You know, it's you're never going to be able to erase the loss to Marshall and what happened those first couple of games. No doubt. But again, you know, like decisive, I'm saying, you know, around a couple touchdowns, basically, whatever, you know, whatever that ends up being. Because, again, this is this is not a horrible BYU team by any means. Now, it is a BYU team that Notre Dame should have a decisive advantage against down in the trenches where this game I think is going to be one and lost. And and if they own those trenches, I think Notre Dame is going to do exactly what they want to do. And if they do that, that would tell me that, that this is a team going in the right direction and we can start that we have reason to feel better about because then again, you've got what you've got three more games then leading up to Clemson and you know, like I was saying before, it's not that you're going to overlook any of these opponents, but 
every week leading up to Clemson is just going to be, are we, are, are they getting better? Are they improving right. enough to make you feel like they've got a chance to beat that team in orange in November? Yep. Agreed. All right. So this is the 11th Shamrock series game this weekend. Question to you, where would you like to see the Shamrock series played next? So I've thought about this from before uh, because we kind of had a show about, you know, the Shamrock series when they debuted the jerseys and all that stuff. And so, you know, I've been thinking about this and obviously this is already on the schedule, but like they've gone to a lot of places. Okay. And they've gone to a lot of historic places, right? They've gone to Yankee Stadium. They've gone to Boston. Uh, You know, they've gone to Soldier Field. I'm really excited about them uh, going up to where the Packers play, right? Mm-hmm. I, I am excited about that. That is that is a bucket list one for me, um, you know, to go up there and, and watch that game. Other than that, like I, I tried to think of like historic places that they could go. I wouldn't mind seeing them go play like in Kansas City, for example. I think that one could be kind of fun, right? Yeah. You know, other than that, like, is there any NFL stadium that I would really want to go see? Obviously, the the glitz and the glamour of obviously Vegas, you know, check that one off. I mean, that's a beautiful stadium that they get to go right. play in. Other than that, I mean, they've done the baseball thing. They've done the football thing. Soccer stadiums in the United States aren't that big of a deal. They they go over to Ireland already. It's not technically a Shamrock series, but they go over there already. Maybe they go to, you know, a massive stadium in like Mexico you know, or something like that. You know, football is actually pretty big down there, right? Yeah. You know, and we've so, got that reporter from Mexico who shows up every year true. Too, asking that's true. about playing down there, you know. So. No, I mean, I think that that's legit, though. I think I think that one could actually be a lot of fun uh, if they do it right. Uh, you know, but other than that, I mean, maybe another country or something like that. But as far as the United States go, there's not a whole lot of other stadiums that I would want to see checked off the list. I think Lambeau is probably one of the top ones and they're going to do that. So yeah, I don't know that there's a whole lot else out there. What do you got? I kind of Seattle is one that's always okay. kind of, you know, like they haven't played in that. I, you know, I guess they've played Washington up there, you know, at Husky stadium and all that, but I think it's called like Lumen field or something like yeah. that. Now that, that yeah. the Seahawks play and it's, you know, just like everybody, it, it changes quite a bit. I wouldn't mind seeing that or like even, San Francisco, you know, where the Giants play, you know, not, oh, you know, in in another baseball park. Sure. You know, because that's like the, the, the problem with a lot of these newer stadiums is there, you know, other, there's not another Lambeau field. Right. Exactly. Like, like most of them are relatively, even though they're nice, they're relatively cookie, you know, cookie cutter. There's nothing very unique about the setting, you know? So that's why I think like, like even, like Wrigley Field would be cool, but you know, like they've obviously had issues there with the size of the field and yeah. all that different kind of stuff. And other teams have played there, so it's not as unique, I don't think, anymore. So that's why, like, San Francisco could be cool because of the setting, and you've got the you know the water right there beyond the outfield wall and all that kind of stuff. So I think one of those two places would would be okay, at least relatively unique. Anyway, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Like I'm. You are much more well-traveled in a sports, you know, situation than I am. I mean, I'd love to go just about anywhere and watch Notre Dame play, obviously. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I think those would be fun. 
All right, we've got time for one final oh question tonight. So Major League Baseball's playoffs start Friday with an expanded format. It is now a 12-team field, and instead of the winner-take-all wildcard game, the wildcard round is a best-of-three series, and it's also played in one park. You don't travel back and forth. It's yeah. like the team with the better record gets to host at least two games, if not all three. So do you buy or sell this new baseball playoff format? This might surprise you because I'm so anti everybody gets a medal and everybody gets a trophy <laughs> nonsense, right? Uh-huh. But I actually like the fact that they're doing a wild card series as opposed to a one game. Yes. Uh, baseball is about series. I mean, because you know this as well as I do when it comes to baseball, right? Because we both coach. It You're only as good as your starting pitcher. I mean, let's be honest. A, a yeah. team looks completely different depending on who is on the mound. And I like when you have a series, to be honest. I, I think that that shows really who the better team is because you get an opportunity to, at the very least, see two pitchers, right? I, I would like maybe even a five-game series, if I'm being honest, but then you're really extending out the playoffs, and I get that. But, right. you know, I like the series as opposed to the one-gamer. I really do. So I if do that's too. what it takes, then so be it. Yeah, I, I like it because what I've always said, you know – it. it you, they had to expand it, obviously, to get it so they could have this kind of format. But I've always said if you're going to have more than just the division winners in the playoffs, if you're going to allow second-place teams and right. even third-place teams to be in the playoffs, you need to give an advantage to the two, you know, the two best teams right. over the course of, you know, it's cliche, but it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a 162-game yeah. season, and as you expand the playoffs, it waters it down. You need to give a true advantage to the two best teams in each league. And by doing a two out of three series, you're guaranteeing that the, te- you know, the, the team that wins that two out of three is going to have to leave, use at least two, right. if not three starting pitchers, before yes. they have to move on and play one of the top two teams in, in the next round. So that's, that's why I like yeah. it. Oh, yeah. there you go. I like that, though. I like that. It gives yeah. the advantage to the team that actually won and doesn't have to be a wild card. That's I get right. that. I like by that. By the way. I, I don't know if you saw this today. Buck Showalter of the Mets is toying with not pitching Jacob deGrom in their wild card series Interesting. Padres because they have to play the Padres or they have to play the Dodgers rather in the second round. So he's trying to position himself. He said he would only use deGrom if it came to an elimination situation. So well, game know, if three. they lose game one, yeah, well, yeah, or, or right. whatever, yeah. If they're, you know, if they're forced into that, but I, I think that's very interesting that he's kind of more or less sending a message to the Padres hey. that he thinks he can beat him without, you know, using his best guy to begin with. I hate to so. say it, but he's probably right. Um, and I really don't have a problem with that. That's the that's some pretty solid strategy, frankly. Um, I I kind of like it. I kind of dig it. Yeah. I've always liked Buck though. He's just a little bit out there. And I do too. He, he's, I've always liked him. I I'm kind of a fan, so yep. I'm on board. I like it. Yep. Salty with a with a place to play suggestion. Three Mile Island or Alcatraz? Wow. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> Could you put a football field out there though? Wouldn't you have to like tear down the buildings or I? I don't know. Might as well just go play on Guam, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. The Rock. That's right. That's hilarious. All right, Vince. Great stuff as always. You and I will be back Saturday morning. Yes, I'll be down to kickoff as we ramp up. We'll get the early morning show, 10 o'clock Saturday morning, and, of course, a, 
a late night, 7.30. Yeah, not late, late night, but later night anyway. But Well, it's we'll late enough Saturday and you got morning. the post-game show going, so. That's right. It's definitely a late night. Hey, well, thanks, guys. Appreciate you uh, stopping by. Uh, and again, of course, IB Countdown to kick off a Saturday morning at 10 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, so Vince and I will be here with that as uh, we get all the nuts and bolts and get ready for Notre Dame and BYU Saturday night. I'll talk to you then. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.